Thank you for listening to Breakthrough Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message brought to you by John Crampton. For more podcasts, news, and other events, please visit breakthroughlife.co.za. What I want to share with you this morning is uh, around eagles and what we can learn from eagles. And I believe that the Holy Spirit has some lessons for us that's going to help us to rise above, to soar, to mount up with wings as eagles and uh, just to move to the next level, even as we're facing so many different things uh, on, uh, on a sort of local scale, but also national, international. You know, there, there's all sorts of things going on around elections in different parts of this continent, uh, as well as around the world. That's caused so much uncertainty. And, uh, and, you know, we can get bogged down in all of these things, or we can take a step back and we can see what is the Lord doing in all of this and what's he saying to us. When I was uh, a young student off at university, um, Patrick Jerry has a strong prophetic uh, anointing on his life. And uh, he wrote this little message for my birthday. And uh, he was basically saying, the, the, so the chick has flown the nest. And uh, what is this chick going to be? Is it going to be a turkey or is it going to be an eagle? Turkeys, they roam around on the ground and they gobble, gobble, gobble with everybody else and they, they, they peck at whatever's in the dirt. And uh, they think that's all there is and they're worried that the sky is going to fall on their heads. Or the chick could be an eagle. And eagles learn to fly and they rise above, they soar above the conditions that are on, on the earth. And so uh, the instruction, uh, the, the message in this was basically make some very careful choices and decisions as to who you are going to be. And, uh, and that stayed with me. That was about the middle of the 1980s that he sent that to me. Uh, I checked with him years later. He'd completely forgotten that he'd actually sent me that message. I want to encourage you. You know, when you write a birthday greeting, ask the Holy Spirit to give you something that would be a significant encouragement to the person. You might forget it, but you never know. It might make a massive difference, a huge impact in the person that you're writing to in their lives. And, uh, and that was my case. So would you turn with me to Isaiah chapter 40? And uh, this, the context here of Isaiah, he's speaking uh, against the backdrop of the uh, impending invasion of the Assyrians to the northern kingdom. Isaiah himself is in Jerusalem, he's in Judah. Um, but he's writing and he's warning because God is giving him this message of warning to the northern kingdom that the Assyrians were going to invade. But he also warns the, the land of Judah that in the future uh, the Babylonians will rise up and, and they will come and they will carry God's people away into captivity. And so that's what happened. The northern group went off into exile uh, into Syria and uh, 100 plus years then the guys from Judah went into their captivity. And so he writes and he's also encouraging them about what the final outcome is likely to be. And so he speaks about the time when there will be a restoration, how God is going to come through for them. All right, so in Isaiah 40 um, and verse 27, 
Why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you say, Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord? Um, my cause is disregarded by my God. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. This is going to be a key for us in 2021, is putting our hope in the Lord, not in uh, vaccines, not in health organizations, not in governments, uh, not in the economy, not in your own strength. No, we need to put our hope in the Lord that he will carry us, he will come through for us, that we will find our internal strength to be able to cope with everything that comes against us when we lift our eyes and we put our hope in the Lord. There are a couple of things that Isaiah was pulling on from the scriptures as he was bringing this prophetic word. As a good um, Hebrew, he would have known the scriptures. They would have been passed down. They would have been rehearsed. The Pentateuch, the, the first five books of the Bible, they, they would have known. They would have been rehearsing these, these scriptures. They would have known what God had said. And we see in, in, um, in Exodus chapter 19, verses 3 to 6, how God speaks to them, he talks to Moses and, and he's giving a bit of a background understanding because the people of Israel had come out of Egypt and they wondered like, you know, has God brought us out into the wilderness to die? Oh, yeah, we're in this like lockdown thing, we can't even go to the shops, <laughs> we're in curfew, you know, there's nowhere to go, you know, is God really with us? And, and God speaks to Moses and in Exodus 19 says the following. Then Moses went up to God and the Lord called to him from the mountain and said, this is what you are to say to the descendants of Jacob and what you are to tell the people of Israel. You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now, if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. And so Isaiah would have known this passage, would have known how God was revealing himself as the one who carried his people, lifted them up with eagle's wings. And so there's something of a, of a historical precedent, a background to the prophetic word that Isaiah was bringing to the people of God who were facing a massive lockdown. They were going to go into 70 years of captivity in Babylon. This was going to carry them through. This was prophesied decades before by Isaiah. 
God was already beginning to say to them, guys, I'm going to look after you. Again, there's another passage in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verses 9 through 13. Again, the Lord giving a background and understanding of this thing of eagles. Verse 9 says, For the Lord's portion is his people, Jacob, his allotted inheritance. In a desert land he found him, in a barren and howling waste. Talk about lockdown, my goodness. He shielded him and cared for him. He guarded him as the apple of his eye, like an eagle that stirs up its nest and hovers over its young, that spreads its wings to catch them and carries them aloft. The Lord alone led him, talking about Israel, no foreign god was with him. He made him ride on the heights of the land and fed him with the fruit of the fields. He nourished him with honey from the rock and with oil from the flinty crag. Yet we see this analogy. Uh, people who are studying uh, ornithology, they're not so sure about all of this and they haven't been able to observe much of this. There have been a couple of um, uh, sightings, but to, to watch this process of the, the, the nest being stirred up and of the eagle carrying the young on its wings hasn't been documented that many times. So there's a lot of skepticism about this. But what God is wanting to convey through this, this, this metaphor is that he is the one who is, is causing a, a stirring of the nest. Things are becoming uncomfortable so that the, the eaglet might recognize, hey, we're not going to stay in this cocoon forever. You're not going to stay in this safe, comfortable place. Things are going to become uncomfortable, but there's a reason for things becoming uncomfortable. Things are being stirred up that you might leave the nest, that you might learn to fly. Come on, eagles, it's time to fly. It's time to spread our wings and to catch the thermals of the Spirit, the Ruach, wind of God, carrying us up as we trust in Him by faith, as we put it out our wings to fly, the updraft of the Spirit will lift us up, will take us to higher realms that we might see things differently. We might be carried up above the storm. Oh, hallelujah. Are you getting this? Folks, with your business, with your finances, with what's happening with schools and, and, and our ability to trade and do all kinds of things. Things are uncomfortable. Hallelujah. The nest is being stirred. And there's an opportunity for you to launch out into something new. Well, I've never been this way before. Hallelujah. <laughs> Religion says, we've always done it this way. And religion wants you to be kept and bound to the traditions of the past. But reviving by the power of the Spirit says, I'm calling to you to new adventures and to higher heights. And so things are a little uncomfortable right now. But instead of mourning and lamenting that things are different, spread your wings and look for the next thermal of the Spirit that you might rise up. Oh, I hope you're getting something. Business people, there's a word for you from the Lord today. Your best days are still ahead. New innovations, new inventions, new ways of doing things, even new products are going to uh, 
come into your purview. You're going to be able to see things differently because you're not stuck in the nest. They would have no incentive to go after something new or different if everything stayed comfortable and hunky-dory. But don't worry. If you think you're falling, the Lord himself will catch you. He will lift you up. He's going to watch over you. How's this from Psalm 103? Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. It's not just some, it's all. He's really doing a lot of work behind the scenes. He's watching over, carrying us. He who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. My goodness, how we need a word like this. I want to encourage us. Let's keep praying. Let's pray for the health workers. Let's pray for those in our community who've got this virus. So many accounts of the Lord releasing healing. We also have accounts of people, friends, relatives who've lost their lives. We mourn with those who mourn. We weep with those who weep. We, we come together with, with compassion with one another. But let's still stay in a place of trusting. He is the one who heals all our diseases. Let's continue to look to him. He's the one who redeems your life from the pit and who crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Oh my goodness, I'm just loving that one. Your youth is renewed like the eagles. I believe that the Holy Spirit is wanting us to become stronger in the season. Now this is not a time to curl in a little ball and think that it's all over and the end is nigh and you know what, we've been defeated and we're getting weaker and weaker. No, no, no. The church of Jesus Christ is getting stronger. And just because we can't all be in the same building at the same time doesn't mean we're going backwards. In actual fact, it seems like because things are a little uncomfortable, People actually have to learn to fly for themselves. People have to go and find food for themselves. <laughs> you see, the little eaglet sits in the nest and the parents come and bring food. They go off and do the hunting and they bring back to the nest. But there comes a time when the eaglet needs to become a fledgling and then fly off and become a mature eagle. Go and hunt for itself. Come on now, let's grow up, let's mature, let's go and hunt for food, for nutrients from the scriptures, every single one of us, for ourselves. You see, we don't have to rely on somebody else feeding us. Each one of us have got a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, by the power of the Spirit, that we can get fresh manna from the Word that will feed us and strengthen us. These are good things. The church is actually becoming stronger in these days, not weakened. Oh, come on. We need to see things with the eyes of the Spirit. So don't be discouraged. Don't be downhearted. Use this opportunity 
to stretch your wings. Come on. Let's stretch. Let's see how far we can go, how high we can go. Let's allow the Lord to cause us to become more mature in this time, in this season. So as I begin to land this thing, yeah, you got that. As we begin to come in for a landing, let's go back to Isaiah 40. Isaiah is encouraging his, the people of God that there will be a time when you're going to come out of this captivity. You'll be coming out of this lockdown. And the Lord is promising to you a time of restoration, a time of glory, and a time of revival. And so we know that out of the principles of the way in which God works with his people, he is at work with us right now. He's setting us up for victory and he's setting us up for restoration. So back in Isaiah chapter 40, let's go to the earlier part of that chapter in verse 3. There's a voice of one calling, in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Did you get that? While you are in the wilderness, while you are in lockdown, prepare the way for the Lord. Use this time to get ready for revival. God is giving us this time that we might get ahead. This is not about going backwards. This is actually about getting us ready, set, primed for success, for kingdom advance. Hallelujah. So in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Elsewhere, Isaiah speaks about a highway of holiness. So there's personal preparation. There's dealing with stuff on the inside. You know, during this time, things are being exposed. Thoughts and attitudes of the heart are being revealed. Yes, the Holy Spirit is allowing us to see things that we might deal with things. So let's make straight. Every valley shall be raised up. Every mountain and hill made low. I'm going to come at this mountain thing sometime in the future. What is this whole thing about faith that moves mountains? But the valleys, the dongas, the ditches, the potholes of our lives (laughs) are going to be filled in. Instead of you crashing and smashing a tire on the potholes. No, the potholes are going to be filled in. The dongas and the ditches are going to be repaired. That Where there's been soil erosion, things are going to be repaired. The rough ground shall become level. The rugged places, a plain. Plains are where the animals come and feed. Right? It's, a, it's a fertile place. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed. And all people will see it. They see it together. (laughs) Come on. There's going to be a time when we are going to gather again together. And as we look forward to that, we recognize that the glory of the Lord will be revealed. There's going to come a time of 
greater revival. All eyes are going to see the, the Holy Spirit is going to be poured out in greater measure in our days, in our time. There's going to be restoration. So many times the prophets, they prophesied whether it was um, Isaiah, whether it was Jeremiah, whether it was Habakkuk, Haggai, Micah, Malachi, all these guys prophesying that things were going to get better. Even Haggai, the glory of the latter temple will be greater than the former, the first temple. So we can look forward. This is God's way of doing things. We go from glory to glory, increase to increase. We're looking forward that God is going to cause the kingdom to expand. It's like yeast that works through the whole batch of dough. You might not see it, but it's working, guys. And then eventually, you see things begin to rise. Don't be fooled. Even if social media is squashing things and there's no freedom of speech and they're controlling who can do this, that, or the next thing, well, I actually want to come out from that control. But don't be deceived. If you think that's the only source of your news and information, they're not going to be reporting on the yeast that's working through the whole dough. It's the expansion of the kingdom. So the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all people will see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Folks, as we wrap up today, some things are becoming uncomfortable, but that's a good thing. It's enabling us to tune our hearts, to look to the Lord. We put our hope and our strength in the Lord. As we do that, like eagles, let's look for new places. We're going to get out of this nest. God's going to give to us new things. We're going to mature. We're going to spread our wings. We're going to fly higher. We're going to find food for ourselves. We're looking for the Lord to bring about glory we're looking for the rough places to be made smooth, the crooked way straight, mountains coming down, valleys lifted up, supernatural things taking place. But God is going to bring us into glory. Business people, take heart. Homeowners, stay in a place of peace. Parents with your children, God's got you, he's got this. Remember, he created your children, he's going to watch over them. Even more than what you are able to provide, he is their father. So let's rest in the place of peace. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for your word of encouragement to us, that you're speaking words of comfort, hope, strength, even as Isaiah 40 starts out, comfort, comfort ye my people. Speak tenderly to my people. I believe the Holy Spirit wants to bring comfort to us. Yes, there might be calamity. Yes, there might be captivity. There might be lockdown. There might be shutdown. There might be load shedding. There might be no schools opening. There might be economies broken. There might be elections doing all sorts of things. Don't get distracted. Lift your eyes. The Lord is our shepherd. He's the one who will care for us. He will carry us. He will lift us up. Even as the eagle 
lifts up its young, the Lord is going to cause us to fly. Holy Spirit, would you release hope, faith, courage, boldness, a renewed zeal and strengthening into each one that we might be in a place of peace knowing that you have got us and you've got this. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. I think it's just appropriate that we just turn our hearts back into worship at the end of this morning. Let's just worship him together. Let's join with the worship team. Let's let's look to him. He's the one who's going to be the lifter of our heads. Oh, come on. Strengthen yourself in the Lord right now. Let's worship together.